I want you to really think about the things that cause you pain, right? The moments that are the most painful, right? And you're like, bruh, you just got me breathing, now you wanna get me to the pain? That's kinda deep, you was just talking, let's breathe. Right, I want you to think about the moments that cause you pain. And then I want you to realize how much your thinking will bring more about more pain, okay? So think about the moments that cause you pain. Emotional pain, spiritual pain, physical pain, they're all linked, right? Think about that moment. And then now that you think about the moment that caused you pain, ask the question, ask yourself the question, why? Why did this make me feel in pain? Like, what about this? What does it make me feel in pain? I want you to think about that. If you can give yourself an honest answer, when you think about the things that cause you pain, I want you to ask yourself why. So there's a lot of answers behind wise. When you say why, you're being wise, okay? And you need about three to six whys before you can really get to the proof of the pudding. To the deep in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding, you gotta get deep. So you need about six whys. And I want you, I wanna walk you through it. I want you to say in this sentence, right? And you're gonna do it in an adult way, as in you can put it out on the platter in a fashion that you can see it, okay? So you're gonna say, I feel, insert adjective, betrayed, unloved, um, ignored, right? I feel, put in your word, because, right? That's a reason, that's a why. Character, I feel this way because he or she did this or acted with me in this certain way. I want you to just fill that statement out. Whatever that's causing you pain, fill it out like that. Now, you're gonna ask me why? Is it really their fault? How can it be someone else's fault? It's not, I just wanna walk b backwards towards the way that we normally, the way we normally analyze things when we just going out of it, like the blue the blue moon, we're just picking something, we just make up something, right? The stories we make up. So I feel this way because this person did this to me, right? Feel that out. And then I want you to ask yourself, why? So everything before that may be valid, right? But it's not the only truth, and it's not the definite truth. But behind each why, you're gonna uncover the reasons, the true reasons, okay? So you're gonna say, why? So when you say why, an answer might be, I'm gonna give you a real life example. And then I wanna talk about the 12 stories that 
we all have going on, the 12 stories of each human being, right? So behind the why, you're gonna find a lot of answers. I feel this way because he or she, at this point of time, did this to me. Boom. So let's take your dad or your mom. Let's pick a real life example. I feel unsupported because I have to do things on my own and don't get the support from my parents. When I, so reason why I said that was, okay, that would be a script I had when I was a child and I used to play sports, right? And I ran track and basketball, bowling, swimming, tennis, wrestling, bowling. I played seven sports. And my parents didn't show up to any of the sports. Not one match. So, but I wasn't the worst in all the sports either. I was actually the, one of the best in many of the sports, including track and cross country. So my parents didn't show up, right? So what does that say about you feel like you don't get support from people you love, right? So what is that? It's a script. So somebody says, oh, that's no big deal. Well, that's the thing. The things that seem like it's no biggie is a biggie in your mind. When you're a kid, all that stuff matters, right? So what is your psyche? This is how traumas are built, right? Traumas are from the very little things that count, but Sinwon counted them out, right? So the very little things that count, that someone counted out, makes you feel, like someone says, emotional, feeling abandoned, right? Exactly. So I think that is a childhood trauma for me, right? So I'm being open and putting it out there, right? So how about if you do that on your own, right? I choose to put myself on the spotlight because this is what I do, right? but you don't have to put yourself on the spotlight. You don't have to go say, hey guys, here's my traumas. Keep the, you, have, you could keep them to yourself. You could discuss them to those you want to heal with. Everybody doesn't have to know about them. However, for you, you got to know about them, right? So that's the major thing. The major thing is, although everybody don't got to know, you got to know, right? So when you're dealing with your traumas, everybody doesn't have to be alerted of them, but you need to be conscious of them, okay? So let's go back to that. Now that I have the story, and I could give you a real life example, I said that I feel abandoned and unsupported because my parents didn't show up to my athletic games. So you're gonna say, why? Say, why does that matter? Well. Maybe sports is my identity. Maybe I found identity in sports. Okay, I found an identity in sports. Why? Why did you find identity in sports? Uh, because I found something that I'm good at. Why did you, okay? Why did you need something that you're good at? Because I needed something to be good at because 
Maybe I came here and I'm like a Haitian boy from Haiti. And they're like, Zo boy. And I need to find an identity. So I need to be, find something to be good at. I need to have a goal, a vision, right? So I wanted to be in the NBA, tough athlete. Why? So when you keep asking yourself these whys, you're gonna dig deep. And then now, when you discover all these deep details, now, I'm thinking like this because I've done a lot of uh, psychology re research and study, right? To be honest, and I'm not saying this to boast, I think I've acquired a lot of helpful tips that psychiatrists and psychologists legally are not supposed to even tell you, right? Legally, they're not supposed to even tell you what to do. Um, they're just supposed to hear you out, right? So, exactly. So, what I'm, the reason for that is when you study yourself, which you're doing by watching this, this is a form of study. This is kind of a lot of stuff I did. Watch videos, watch, listen to podcasts. When you do this, you're gonna become your own psychologist. So you wanna be able to see where you're coming from because what we're gonna do, what we're doing normally is, repeatedly, is we're simply repeating the stories and we're repeating the traumas, all right? We're repeating the scripts, all right? So I heard something very interesting just now, recently. And the statement is that most people won't participate in their healing. Most people won't participate in their saving. And I was like, that's deep. That's really deep. Most people won't participate in their own healing, which is very sad. Actually, this morning, I actually saw it in my own eyes dealing with somebody I love and hearing that this person believes that I don't love them or don't respect them and I'm like what do you think that why do you think that you see this is a miscommunication this is a miscommunication this is not the truth let me tell you what the truth is let me fix this cognitive distortion some people refuse to get in touch with it refuse to hear you out so they won't participate in their own healing as we see that others do it when it re re relates to us, we do it to ourselves. We don't participate in our own healing. The thing is, we're conscious of it. And sometimes we even hear what to do, but we still choose to not participate in our healing. Because we somewhere along the lines, we believe that there is no healing for me. There is a declaration of being stuck, right? Declaration of being stuck. And we make up a reality and it's not really the truth. Cognitive distortions and cognitive dissonances, right? We make up complete realities in our mind and we believe it to be true, right? So some, if somebody says, I told you, wait, They'll be like, I know this is how you feel. Okay. I really want you to hear how absurd this statement is. And I can't, uh, I need you to, silence will allow you to get that. So I gotta sip some tea. Sip tea.
that's really absurd. I, I, I know how you feel. Right. How do you know that? We do that with other people all the time. We claim to know how they feel instead of, oh, let me see your perspective. Can you share with me the truth? And then it's hard for us to hear the truth without filter, or at least their truth, not the truth, their truth. Let me hear your truth. We fail, we don't wanna hear it because we have a filter, a dirty filter. Talking about filter yesterday. So your traumas build filters, right? And there's a filter of trauma, and there's a filter that heals, all right? So one of them serves as a strainer, right? Which gets rid of the dirt, and another serves as the, the thing that's adding dirt into it. So one is a strainer, the other is a dirty strainer, right? So the trauma, will consider that dirt of your past, right? You say past dirt, or you done me dirty in the past. You're gonna remember that, right? So think of a dirty strainer and a clean one. Healing is when you process new information through a filtration function to clean up what seems to be traumatic and make it an experience or just seeing it from a deeper understanding, right? So what used to be traumatic and seeing it from a clearer point of view. So healing allows you to see things from a clearer point of view. It's like you were sick and you were drowsy and then you heal and now you can see, right? So what happens now? So when you heal, it allows you to create a filter that cleans out every experience. I'm gonna give you an example. Somebody can come to you and they shout something that normally would spark a trauma, right? And would cause you to resent them because you resented somebody in the past because of how they acted upon towards you. And you demanded them to be a certain way. Some people have, I've gotten people with demands on how they want me to be. And if I don't fulfill those demands, and in their eyes, I'm not worthy. And in my eyes, I'm thinking, that is absurd. If this is absurd, we need to take a moment of silence. That is absurd. Sips tea. So what we got to do now is healing will allow us to see things clearly. Oh, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Those notes are really going to help you. Oh, yeah, that's great. Now I have a gratitude. So the filter of our healing. So if somebody comes to you a certain way, I want you to see this. I want you to see a baby. I want you to see them in the cutest outfit as a baby and they're just crying for mommy or crying for food 
crying for love, crying for attention, crying to be heard, right? Or crying to be understood. Um, and as much as we, we, we wanna just say that's other people, it's kind of all of us, right? So including me, right? I've cried all the time just by expressing because at the end of the day, all of us were asking something. We were, were in need of something. And that's what we're doing when we're communicating. And a lot of times it's just love, right? So think of that everybody, every argument at the end of the day is a little baby inside of somebody crying for love. Think of how much more compassion will you be? That's gonna create a better filter because when somebody says something really mean to you and you really love this person, now some people don't, they shouldn't even talk to you like that because they need to show you that respect anyways, right? But what happens when people get upset? Respect flies out the window. So, I mean, if people respect you 80% of the time when they're not angry, I mean, you gotta give them a benefit of the doubt for 20%. Like, you gotta give them room to say some crazy shit. I mean, it's like the purge, you know? I won't kill you with my words 364 days, but one day after the year, you're gonna get the wrath of the verbal purge, right? And it, it, people do that. So what do you do in those moments? Well, you have to operate from that point. Sometimes it, they, they're gonna go for your traumas. So a lot of people not only don't participate in their healing, but a lot, a lot of people intentionally throw your trauma at you on purpose. Some people, those are people who are really narcissists, psychopaths. Um, but here's the crazy thing, we all do it. <laughs> and we're not all narcissists, psychopaths, but we all have that quality in us, you know, just a little bit, that when the 20% of anger, right, of wrath comes, that we use any tool in our belt to make that person feel bad. Because when you really think about it, in a verbal argument, all you can do is an emotional scar. There isn't a mental, you can do a mental scar. You can't really hit somebody physically with your words. So you kinda wanna battle. So you're like, Yu-Gi-Oh, you're pulling out all your cards and you're like, bro, what card am I gonna pull? You know what I mean? And then you're gonna pull out some crazy cards. Some people are like, that's why your mom left your daddy. And you know, when your face shifts like that, we know what's happening, you know? When somebody don't say nothing back, it means that they're done with you, right? They're done, they're done, done, I'm out. And that's the worst. Sips tea. And when they done with you now, you dead to them. Now, soon they gonna grieve you soon, but you might get blocked soon. Check your Instagram. Ain't nobody got time for you. You know, especially in our culture, that's how it is. So everybody are crying around. So who's gonna bring the pacifier, right? You can't wait on the guru to do that. You doing, I'm not gonna appear in your, I'm, well, no, I'm not a guru. You can't wait for the guru to do that. You gotta be your own guru, right? So, 
I say I'm not a guru, but we all have a guru inside of us, right? So that's that person that comes out and like come and says, calm down, Ed, it's okay. Listen, this person just needs understanding. So be more patient, be more kind. Take a deep breath, Husa. Husa. You know? So you need that person to come because you're going to need it. If you don't get that person for you, you're going you gonna to be out of whack, man. Your therapist ain't going to tell you what to do, all right? Therapy helps, but they're not going to tell you what to do every moment in your life. And you don't want anybody to tell you what to do, how to deal with your thoughts and how to... You know what I mean? You want to be able to do it yourself. So you need to build a structure of management. Self-management. Healing from traumas. Start with, let me read all of the notes. The Amazing Mind on Instagram wrote, appreciate the amazing mind. We don't participate in our healing. That's number one. And we have made a declaration of being stuck. We identify with our traumas, so our, our traumas identify with us. And we become our traumas because we give them more power than they deserve. So we made a declaration of being stuck. Filters can stream out the good or bring in on the non-serving. Mm. It could... Filters can stream out the good and bad, and it also can bring in the non-serving. So, so filters that are broken tend to let dirt get in. So past ways of thinking that are broken, right? A way, come, perspective from a broken place is gonna let negative things to get in. And you must guard your energy, that's why I had to stay. I had the sage up here all, all all day. You know, I've been I've been having sage all day. You know, all around me. But you need to sage your mind with your peace of no words. Sage your mind with peace of no words. How do you sage your mind with peace of no words? Well, when your mind is inflamed, you will most likely get depressed. Inflammation leads to depression. So there has been a discovery in Chinese medicine, we've always known this, that there are lymph nodes in the brain, which means there is a filtration function for your brain to get rid of toxins. When that filtration function gets inflamed, think of inflammation like a fire, right? When that gets inflamed, you get hot-headed and when you get hot-headed, you heat up yourself to depression. And you heat up yourself to anger. And the anger is just stuck to your body, which affects your liver. And then your liver gets out of touch. Your liver, which needs love, don't get love. Now your blood flow gets stagnant. Now you're having heart palpitations. You're having a slow shallow breath so your body starts to deteriorate because you're inflamed of the inflamed 
mind. Because what you're eating, physical food, real food, what you're eating spiritually, that's the connection and communication that you get from Earth, from the world. Spiritual food, the downloads, the insights, the pituitary, spiritual food, emotional food, right? The experiences that you're having, how people make you feel, right? The perceptions of other people's emotions, emotional food, verbal food, the words, all of these foods that you intake can either cause stagnation and inflammation. So how do you get rid of that? Well, you kind of have to stop taking in all that. So sometimes stopping consumption does a lot to put the fire out. Before you even call the firefighters to come in and <laughs> the whole place. <laughs> That's my best expression. Dramatic, right? To form it all up, you're going to need a um, Stop fueling the flame. Right, stop fueling the flame, got it. Meditation, peace, detaching, fasting. So fasting from certain people, certain environments, certain thoughts, that's going to help you heal. Sound healing. I remember what I was telling you about sound healing. Sound healing, breathing, meditation, qigong, tai chi. If you're interested and really starting to heal and want to do this, I'm going to do it with you. We do the chanting, the sound healing, the qigong. We have, I have these exercises that you can do that are with music that will allow you to heal, right? I learned it part of the Blue Dragon Tribe. And I want to share that with you. So if you're interested, comment down, down. So healing allows you to see things clearly. All right. So healing allows you to see things clearly. So we got to get rid of the inflammation of negativity, the inflammation of limiting beliefs, the inflammation of stuck emotions. Right. You need to give yourself an emotional enema. Okay. Give yourself an emotional enema because you got stuck emotions. You need to give yourself an emotional enema, right? So we're either emotionally constipated or have emotional diarrhea. That's Dr. Love's terms. And the emotional constipation is where we have stuck energy or stuck words, or we're, we have stuck things we want to express and we never express them. That's constipation. Emotional diarrhea is that we don't hold anything back. We, we literally, literally, quote unquote, shit on people. <laughs> Emotional diarrhea. That's when we just say whatever we're gonna say. Those are the people who don't necessarily operate at the 80-20 rule, which means 80% respect, 20% lash out. They operate 80% lash out and 20% mutual respect, right? And the 80% last year, I don't know how to deal with those people. But you know, we all love them and we all have some of them in our immediate family. So, can't get away from them. Anyways, next, emotional diarrhea or an emotional constipation.
And it's all different levels. I'm not saying this to make a joke out of it. Um, it is funny though, right? But I'm just saying it to make light of it, right? So I found out I'm constipated, right? Emotionally constipated. So when you're constipated, you want to do a detox. You want to do a clean out program. So this is not only physical, but it's literally emotional, mental, and spiritual. So you want to clean out your system. How do you do that? Well, you want to do a juice detox, right? So stick on here. You stick them for the recipe so you get the recipe. So juice detox is going to allow you to clear out the toxins that's in your body, right? So you're going to juice beet, celery, ginger, turmeric, beet, celery, ginger, turmeric, and carrots. You're going to start by juicing twice a day, right? You're going to start by juicing in fact, one time a day. You're gonna, for the first few days, you're gonna start by juicing one time a day, right? You're gonna replace one meal with a juice. So if you do an inter intermittent fasting ritual where you stop eating at eight or nine, right? And you don't eat 16 hours after, which means if you ate at eight, you wouldn't eat up until 12 or 11. So if your last, eating time was 8 today, 8 p.m. You won't eat till 11 tomorrow. And then when you do eat, you juice. So think about it, you give yourself 16 hours, right? You gave your belly 16 hours to sort itself out, right? Now, not only are you sorting out the feces or the things that is being digested and the food, the nutrients, but you're also sorting out the emotions because what is not common knowledge is that your emotions are in your gut. That is true. And your gut produces 98% of the serotonin. Serotonin is the drug that they try to give. Well, serotonin is what they tr try to turn into a drug and give you for depression, which your body creates naturally. So by detoxing, you're going to clear out. You're going to help the little fighters in your gut, the microbiomes, you're gonna help them, right? So if you detox, that's going to really help you. So you're gonna start by juicing at 11, okay? And then you're gonna eat a salad for your next meal, right? So you're gonna eat a salad. So you're gonna detox and you're gonna eat a salad. So it's gonna help you a lot. So intermittent fasting gives you better clarity and that's gonna help you be more clear for your healing. This is also gonna help you create a filter, right? And it's also gonna be uh, keep you alert because you know how you get hangry or hungry or... Yeah, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> hungry, h -gree. You get hungry, but you're angry. Well, what do you think that is? So when you're hungry, there's a gut sensation that says, I need food. The gut sensation says, I need food. And if you don't get food, you're hungry and angry, right? Because you need some food, right? Your liver says, I don't have enough blood sugar. Your liver says, I need food. And why do you get angry when your liver says, I need blood sugar? Hmm. Because 
guess what? The liver needs love, right? So when you need love, you cry. So why does a baby look like they're angry when they just need a hug or they need their mom to pick them up? Well, that's just their way of communicate, I need you. So just like you say, see a baby and everybody with the cute eyes crying. It's the same thing when you're hungry and you're angry, it's that your liver it needs that, it, need, it needs something to keep the body flowing, right? It needs, but what if you start to train your, your liver, right? To use up all of the other things that it got stored in there to, oh, hey, you know, I got stored things in there. And be like, hey, liver, I got stored food. Download, it'd be like, it's like your mama sent you to the trip, to the fridge. We got like about seven to 10 undigested pounds of food in our gut, right? So if you just detox, you get rid of that itself. You know, you're gonna lose so much weight. So it's like your mama said, you know, there's some food in the back of the fridge. And you're like, I don't believe it. There ain't no food, there's no food. And you go check and you're like, there's no food. And okay, because, you know, you have some food, you don't care. You're like, I got food, um, I'll buy some Chipotle. But the moment you broke, you ain't got no food, you're gonna go in the back of the fridge looking for that, right? So that's what's happening in your belly here. If you ain't got nothing, it's gonna start looking for that, utilize it, get rid of it, and then clean it up. And now you're ready to start to take in better food. So that's why we want to detox. So here's a detox beet, celery, ginger, turmeric, and carrots. All right. So you want to subscribe to the podcast and become a supporter of this podcast. I have a link right below. Or you go to anchor.fm forward slash edtalksdaily. Support the podcast. This will allow me to just do this consistently over time. I found out that um, this is pretty good. Yeah, they said I was watching it, and I don't normally watch my stuff, but it's interesting when you get motivated by your own thing. And I was like, wow, it's almost like I'm not necessarily communicating with the people. God is communicating with me. And I was like, wow, that's deep. So that's why I do it. And if you want to support it, you surely can. You can support this um, with a donation from a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars a month. And yeah, you can support it by anchor.fm floor slash edtalks daily for slash support. And you can subscribe to the podcast, listen to it. Um, really, I really care. The, the most support I care about is when people listen to the stuff and utilize it. Support yourself with it. Then you supported the purpose, the energy. I mean, the reason why I'm here, right? This is what I'm here to do, you know? I was realizing if I could do anything with my life, what would I do? I do this all day, every day, right? And and I've gotten paid to do this. And I realized like, wow, the things you would do for free that you're getting paid to do, why not do them, right? So that's when you align your works with purpose, right? And I was like, that's very interesting. So a lot of healing comes where you're gonna start to get your own advice, right? So. The thing is, they didn't say, they didn't tell you right, right? If you started to grow up as a Christian or Buddhism or whatever your religion is, they didn't tell you that, that within yourself, that you can 
literally be like Jesus and be like Buddha. They didn't tell you that, right? Whatever religion, right? Be like Allah. That they said it, but I don't think they said it well enough. So I'm here to tell you that every downloads that they got, we got, we can get. Because we are also connected. It's an example, right? It shows you where human can go. It's like the heroes were like heroes because of where they went. And we're like, well, we can go there. Well, that's where we can go on the spiritual level. So healing, what it allows you to do, allows you to clear your state here. So now you're able to get information you wouldn't get without the healing, right? When you're fogged up, when you're darkened, when you're broken, there's a lot of things you don't see. And there's a lot of things you see that's in front of you that are not really there. So the healing process gets you to the point where you start to be able to listen to your intuition. And it's very basic as cleaning up your gut. Literally, starting with that is gonna give you clarity that you've never gotten before. And then as simple as sitting down still and then doing a couple breathing exercises, drinking some tea. Before, I mean, I, I'm in my backyard, as you can see. Beautiful backyard, trees in the back. And I can go and grab some vervain leaf. There's an app called Picture This, I think. Something like that. And you take a picture of the leaf and it tells you what tree it is, what plant it is. And basically, so basically, every tree in your house and in your backyard probably has a medicinal property. I found out the Jamaican vervain and the lemongrass are all good to help with anxiety, depression, also help boosts up, calm you down, and it has antioxidants. I was like, whoa, right in my backyard, these things grow native to South Florida. Well, not to South Florida, but in South Florida. And they're all around the place. And you can literally go outside, grab them, and make some tea. So, I don't even have to say it anymore because it's right here. This is the citronella. Cit citronella sounds like citron or lemongrass, right? This is, uh, I forgot what plant this is. I have ginger in there and then I have blue vervain or Jamaican vervain. So, all of those things are pretty useful. These things are really good. Check them out. They're medicinal purposes. So just doing that will help you find your peace throughout the day. Just go outside and say, let me find out and go outside on the tree and find me some peaceful moment and sip some tea. Right? So let's start with that. We're going to do more stuff on this. There is a psychological um, things you could do. There's the cognitive behavioral therapy practices which I'll bring in pieces, right? So I'm not allowed to treat people as, as a psychologist because I'm not a psychologist. I can go and become one. But what I found out, if I do become one, it's more of a program. I might as well study all this stuff and bring it all together. So what I'm doing is I'm studying all of it and bringing it all together in a holistic fashion, right? Because what I, what I discovered about these things is there's this setup of certain systems, but if you want to upset the setup, you got to be original in your 
putting together of the information and the delivery, right? So we gotta get that, all right? So somebody says, I'm trying to stop cursing. Please, people got me fogged up. <laughs> so people can throw their smoke at your face, but don't let them fog up your vision because their smoke is only because they're on their fire. Write that one down and put it on a shirt. People can throw their smoke at you, but don't let it fog you up. Because there's smoke thrown at you means that they're burning and they don't need more fire. They need saving. But most people won't participate in their own healing. A lot of people won't participate in their own saving. So if you can't save them, by all means, save yourself. Get out of there. Don't get fogged up, clogged up, stuck up. Get out of there, save yourself. It's my message and I'm sticking to it. It's the Holistic Motivator thanking you once again for this. I invite you to like this video, share it, tell a friend, don't be selfish. If it was useful to you, I think it'd be useful to someone else, don't you think? So share it to them, your friend, your sister, your cousin, your mama, your auntie, right? And then subscribe go to anchor, like the boat anchor, dot FM floor slash Ed Talks Daily. And if you put support behind that, support the podcast. Thank you. Let's end it out with some breaths. So now you're going to do the healing breath. Why not end it with some healing breaths? So you're going to inhale on six. So you're gonna count one, two, three, four, five, six. You're gonna exhale on 12. One, well, let's start with three. Inhale on three. One, two, three. Exhale on six. 